0: Hi friends, this is the Million Dollar Beauty Biz Podcast, the place to find motivation and inspiration to create and grow a successful beauty business. This podcast is for the multi-passionate. We're gonna be discussing topics such as growing your bridal beauty business, YouTube, content creation, mom life, faith, and everything else it takes to be successful in our everyday lives. I believe that small things done daily lead to big, rewarding results. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited about today's topic. It comes from a question that I received on Instagram. And so we're gonna be answering that question and it's gonna be, just we're gonna be discussing wedding wire, should you be on it, should you not, um, and all that stuff. But before we start, talking about this topic, I do want to let you know that Bridal Beauty Business Academy is reopening this Sunday, March 5th, 2023. So if you are wanting to go full time in your bridal business, if you are wanting to grow and scale a successful bridal business, my online course, Bridal Beauty Business Academy teaches you how to do all of this just like I did. I teach you everything you need to know from marketing your business, how to get set up and get started, and all the other in-between questions and things that you might be wondering and asking yourself. Um, There's so many amazing bonuses when you join. You get my customizable bridal contract included. You also get my bridal booking guide. And you also will be getting private access to our private Facebook community page, where you can ask as many questions as you want, and I will answer them. And you will also have another, a community of other like-minded bridal hairstylists in the industry or people trying to start and grow their bridal businesses. I'm so excited. This is one of the best all-inclusive bridal hair academy, bridal hair courses out there because it includes everything you need to get started from all of the education, you get the bridal contract, you get the support and everything you need to get yourself well on your way to start and grow a successful bridal business. Be on the lookout if you want to join the waitlist. I'll put the link down below in the show notes so you can be sure to be notified right away. I will let you know there is going to be an early access discount code for only the first 24 hours on the first day that it reopens. So if you want to get that discounted rate, I'm just going to give you a little bit of heads up. So those of you that are listening to the podcast, you get a little heads up and a little discount. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, so let's get right into today's topic. Okay, so today's question comes from Dana on Instagram, and I'm just going to go ahead and read you her message slash question, and then we'll start breaking it down, and I'll give you my thoughts on it. So Dana said, so I'm on the wedding wire and the knot. I get a lot of inquiries, but no sales since December when I opened it. Many times I respond and just ask preliminary questions like where is the getting ready location and how many people will need my services. Then they don't even respond. What should I do differently? I don't have a website because I was going to use weddingwireinthenot.com as my website. I pay 335 a month and so far it's giving no return. And I'm so glad that Dana asked this question because Lately, I feel like I have been seeing this topic of discussion everywhere, and it seems very controversial whether or not bridal hairstylists should or should not be on the wedding wire in the knot. So, I'm gonna break it down and discuss why she's not receiving, um, or basically why she's getting ghosted. Um, and we're gonna talk about having a website. And then I'm gonna give you my thoughts on wedding wire and the knot as well. So first of all, um, she asked. So first of all, she said, um, many times I respond, and um, she doesn't get a response back. So let me tell you what happens when you are on wedding wire and the knot. So you should will and should be getting a lot of inquiries if you are listed on WeddingWire and The Knot. But what brides are going to do typically, they're going to do the research, they're going to click on a couple profiles, and they are going to first look if you have a website or not. WeddingWire and The Knot is not considered a bridal website. This is something that I thought, I thought I could skip the website and I thought that Wedding wire and The Knot could just be my website. And I thought in the beginning that I didn't actually have to have a website. So this is the number one mistake. Even though you may have a listing on WeddingWire and The Knot, you absolutely must also have a website. Because brides are automatically going to look and click on anywhere else they can find you. They're typically going to, number one, look to see if they have a, you have a website that they can click on to then further understand and learn more about you, maybe see more of your work, maybe find some different reviews. Um, they're going to be searching for that. Um, also... They're going to go look to see if you have your Instagram account and then they're going to be stocking your Instagram account second of all. So you do need to make sure that you have a website if you're going to be listed on the wedding wire and knot. it does not count as a website. Brides do not view it as a website and a lot of times what's going to happen if you don't have one brides are just going to be like "Eh, it's probably just like her side hobby. I don't know if I fully trust her as a bridal hairstylist let me just go look around and see who else I can find so having a website is huge and I just recently did a podcast on this topic of having a website so if you haven't listened to that go back to the previous episode and I talk all about websites why you should have one and what should be on your website Um, because you can get started with the website for very little. It does not have to be super expensive. A lot of times you can do it yourself when you're just starting out. Okay, second of all, there has to be a whole process for how you handle inquiries when they come in, and nowadays it is all about giving your brides an experience. So, what I do when brides inquire, and I will say that I am... On Wedding Wire and the Knot, and I believe in being on Wedding Wire and the Knot. Um, I definitely encourage it. In fact, I encourage you to be everywhere that you can possibly be, especially when you are just starting out in the bridal industry. You should be on Facebook, you should be have a Facebook page, you should be marketing in all of your local. Facebook wedding groups to brides, wherever there's vendor groups, you need to be marketing in those. You should be on WeddingWire and The Knot. You should also be on any other website in your area where you can market your bridal business and you absolutely 100% need to be on Instagram and you need to be active and consistent on Instagram. All of those right there will get you Booked up and well on your way to booking out your bridal business so fast, but of course there is a process and a way to do all of this as well. It's not just as simple as posting up pictures and done. There is a process, and I do teach all of this inside of Bridal Beauty Business Academy. But you do need to be marketing everywhere, and so I think the 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 big thing with wedding wire and the knot is that it is pretty expensive. So. If you are going to be on Wedding Wire and the Knot, it is pretty pricey, but it do, number one it does work, but you do have to make sure that you have everything else in place and set up so that you are actually getting bookings from Wedding Wire and the Knot so it actually is paying for itself versus just getting ghosted by brides. So the way you do that is number one have a website Number two, make sure that you are consistently active on your Instagram because I promise you, brides are going to be stalking you and trying to find you on Instagram. And if they see you're just posting randomly here and there, you're not active on stories at all, they're going to be like, eh, I don't know if I really feel comfortable. Maybe she probably just does it like a side hobby. They're just they're not going to have that trust in you as the professional. So you need to make sure that you are posting consistently pictures of your work, and even pictures of yourself so people can see your face and the face behind your business. Um, all right, let me see. She also asked, okay, and then as far as responding to brides when they inquire. So my process for responding to brides is that whenever I get inquiries through WeddingWire, I send them my contact form through HoneyBook. So, on my HoneyBook booking system, I have an inquiry form already made, and I send that link through them on WeddingWire, and I say, hey, hey, Sarah, thank you so much for inquiring for my bridal hair services. Could you please take a minute to fill out my inquiry form to give me some more detail about your wedding? And then I put the link, um, and I say thank you, and then I put the link for my inquiry form on Honeybook and then I get that request sent over on Honeybook. And the reason I like to do that is because it helps me track all of my inquiries. I get to see where my leads are coming from and instead of having conversations over here on WeddingWire and over here on The Knot and then over here on Instagram, it all comes to Honeybook. And I do the same thing when I get inquiries on Instagram. If a bride inquires, I say the same exact message that I send on WeddingWire. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much for inquiring for my bridal beauty services. Could you please take a minute to fill out my inquiry form just to give me some more detail about your wedding? And I would love to send you over my packages and pricing if we have your date available. Thank you. And then I send the link to my HoneyBook form. So then everything comes to the same place. I can track everything through my HoneyBook system. And then I can respond on HoneyBook. It looks very professional also because I have a booking system. And then I have a customizable bridal booking guide which is also included for free inside of Bridal Beauty Business Academy. You can also purchase my bridal booking guide separately if it's something separate too. Um, You can purchase it by clicking the link in my bio. I will also put it down here in the show notes um, if you would like a bridal booking guide as well. But I send them my bridal booking guide. It has all of my packages and pricing. It has a little bit of info about me, what it's like to work with me on the wedding day and like the whole process of how they book from start to finish. And so it just feels really like high-end luxury. Like I put a lot of thought and effort into my business and that's very apparent. So then I have a little email that's typed up already and I send the email with the booking guide attached. And almost every single time my brides respond with either they're going to book or they'll respond and say, thank you so much. Um, Your prices are out of my budget. But I almost every single time, every single bride responds. So there is a whole process to booking, getting inquiries, and it really all depends on your marketing and how you respond to brides whether or not they're going to book with you. So if you are getting ghosted a lot, or if you feel like you're not getting a lot of inquiries, then something is off in your marketing department or in the way that you're responding to brides or the way that your business is represented as a whole to brides that are inquiring. All right, friends, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have any other podcast topic suggestions shoot me a dm on instagram i love hearing from you guys connecting with you guys and i love helping you all out as best as i can and it really helps me know what topics you're looking um, for me to talk about so shoot me a dm over there also check the show notes below i'll have all the links mentioned throughout this podcast down there as well thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you in the next one